Welcome to Six Again, your go-to rugby league podcast with hosts Adam Hoy and Jared Mooton. Let's kick off. The all-time best biscuit. Biscuit. What? Mint slice. Mint you know, like slice. The, the, the mint no. slice flavor. No, 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 no. That or ginger nut? You're a ginger nut. It's a good call. Um, well, what would you have about mint slice? I don't like minty food. All right, we need a new podcast host, please. Uh, this is six again, and we've just fired Jared. <laughs> no wonder a Newcastle fan doesn't Considering like we, we, the amount of heated conversations we offered, what broke us was the mint slice. That's just, ugh. It's just, there's everything wrong about that. Um, this is a rugby league podcast, but I'm just bringing that up because I just had to smash a couple and half a glass of milk before we got started as my beer substitute. Um, you're so old. Yeah, I know. I feel you're like, like 36 this year, aren't you? God, no. Yeah, you're like Maybe. 36. 34. 36. I'm the old one. Um, so having kids will do, do you? So, <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, biggest news, I guess, coming out the last couple of days is all the namings of the representative teams. And we're not going to go through them tonight. That's going to be a special preview show uh, next week heading into the big representative weekend. So we're going to focus on round 15 and NRLW expansion. They've been the two pretty much biggest things on the show's agenda. We are going to touch on some players that have left clubs, players that have signed elsewhere. Um, And a congratulations to the 44th member of the 300 game club. So yeah, fair bit to get through. Um, Jerry did most of the prep work for this, I'm sure, because uh, I had to work late. And looking at his face, he's like, hell no. <laughs> uh, Nicky, no. Wallace, Nicky Wallace may be able to join us later, but... No, he's off sick. He already screenshotted his tips. All right. Nick's tips. So anything, anytime he sends us his tips, it's generally after they've won something. So this will be a change. And he kind of needs to win because... Um, I've got more money than he does. He's down at 60 bucks. You're at 87. I'm at 162. Oh, look at him. I know why he's not on. Dragons are up 16 nil. If it was the other way around, he'd be the first one on the pod. Up 16 nil. Yeah. Gosh darn it. Just for my tipping oh. wise. Um, I tipped the dragons. Did you? Well done. No, I'm tipping them now. You can't tip them now. <laughs> Get out of it. Game started. Yes, we end up, we're, we're recording this on Thursday night, so we're not going to preview the Dragons-Rabbitohs game um, as it is ongoing. Um, and we're a day later this week because of, yeah, the game Monday night. So let's crack into it. And the big news is the NRLW expansion. Uh, so we knew that there were a number of teams vying for the expansion positions we, who will jump in the competition in 2023. So congratulations to Canberra, Cronulla, North Queensland and West Tigers who have been admitted to the Premiership. So that now brings the teams up to 10. A little surprise not to see the Warriors back in, but I guess uh, once they're back in New Zealand and everything's settled, 
they'll probably be on the next expansion. I'd assume so, because they were one of the originals. Uh, any downside to this from your point of view, Jared? No, it's just going to get bigger and bigger up to 10. Um, yeah, I just good season next year. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good. Um, more girls are getting a crack. You know, you saw Newcastle and Titans give them a bit more local talent a go. And the few bigger players saw what kind of positive that brought. And um, they came to the club. So, you know, this is just going to get bigger and bigger and the talent's going to get a bit more spread around. Um, and so far, all the girls involved, or sorry, the women involved in the comp have represented the comp immaculately. It's been behaved, well behaved, and they've cherished the opportunity. So I hope that can continue. Yeah, we're really excited in our household with the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys, North Queensland coming in. They will be known as the Gold Stars, keeping their women's premiership name. Um, but yeah, Annabelle and Atticus, my kids are really excited because yeah, we're a Manly and North Queensland household here. And ironically, they play tomorrow night. So we're going to be sitting at opposite ends of the couch. Oh, no, we won't even get to watch it. And we'll go over that when we get to it. But yeah, I'm super looking forward to this. I've got to be honest, when the NRLW was on, I was watching more NRLW games than I was NRL, just because there were better games to watch. He runs a rugby league podcast. Well, it's still rugby league. <laughs> uh, it's just a better product at the time, I thought. But each to their That's own. That's all right. On, on Monday night when we were doing the podcast, on Tuesday night we were doing the podcast, I was actually watching the cricket. Oh, jeering. Yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> it, was, it was ODI. I do want to get through this because it's the first game of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. and. Okay. The team that I support should not have any, I should not have any interest in it because they're two of the most disliked teams from my club's history point of view. But anyway, they're also the two best teams, so it should be a cracking series. Alrighty. Uh, we also want to do a quick health update on Ivan Cleary. So you may have noticed that he missed last week's game for Penrith. He's going to miss this week's game, and he was actually taken into ICU. Uh, he had a blood clot in his leg that actually traveled up into his lungs which is a pretty substantial health, yeah. health risk. So he's been released from ICU. So we wish Ivan all the best in his recovery. And Do you know what? I shouldn't say this, but it's my first thought when it happened. This has been the most severe Penrith injury in about four years. You're not wrong, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so... It's, it's yeah, it's like super sad for the Cleary family, the Pembroke thing, especially Ivan. You sound it, but when when you sit there and think about it, this is the like you know scariest thing that's happened to the Pembroke medical doctors in three years. So I was actually going to say this is happening when his team's playing so well. Um, oh, oh, well, that means that that means they can fire him. Brings Cameron Serraldo as head coach. So yeah, we wish wish Ivan. And Penrith Club, all the best in your recovery. And yeah, don't rush back. I think your team can uh, pretty much handle things at the moment. Well, he's not rushing with blood clots in his leg, mate. <sighs> You're horrible. You're a horrible person sometimes. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> bloody Christ. Uh, let's go on a good news story. So Melbourne Storm, uh, they're up over 30,000 members again, breaking their 
membership record for the eighth consecutive year. Now, the 30,000, if you jump over to uh, leagueunlimited.com, the 30,000 figure supposedly was achieved by the 22nd of April. So a story came out in the Sydney Morning Herald, which I don't have full access to because you've got to pay for it. And I'd never pay for this, um, newspaper articles. Um, that they're the highest, they have the highest membership now in the NRL. So obviously the success of the club has helped that, but also they're off the field, how they run the club, uh, their investment into the local rugby league community and Melbourne community in general. The fact that they're back in Melbourne after a couple of seasons away, or generally playing away from home, may have helped. But then you jump on and have a look at their membership record. And from 2017 to 2022, uh, what six seasons their membership has increased by over 10,000 members so that's bloody remarkable so there are 20,000 in 2017 they're up over 30,000 now the benchmark at the moment oh as of April the eels with 32,500 uh, by all accounts storm have passed them and all you can say is hats off to Melbourne massive achievement and they are. They're the flagship club of the of the NRL, and this is just another reason. That's just another more proof to that, in my opinion. Yeah, that's awesome. It, it, I think that it's flown down how they run from the top as well. Like membership, yes, it comes from what the players do on the field, but yeah, there's certain like for example, Newcastle gets the best crowds in the NRL. Like they're always sorry, they always rock up when they're going bad. Yeah, you're not talking crowd numbers because I think Broncos have got that covered. Yeah, you know, they rock up when shit's going bad. But um, Melbourne, you know, everything from the top down to the, you know, the guy who marks the lines to the T boy, everything's all professional, done well. And um, this is another representation of that. And some people might say, yeah, they're the only team in Melbourne. Yeah, but they're also battling against all the other, all the AFL teams yeah. and two soccer yeah. teams. Yeah. They've got the hardest fucking job out of all of them. The worst yeah. city out of all of them. It's bullshit. So, yeah, they're absolutely killing it. Uh, let's jump on to a completely random topic. Uh, but if you look up Redcliffe, see, I said Redcliffe. I shouldn't have said Redcliffe. I can't help it. They've it's been the Redcliffe Dolphins. For now. It's the Redcliffe Dolphins. And you know what? This is going to prove it. Keep going. The Dolphins have announced, well, not announced, they've, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. They've announced their logo, their mascot. They've unveiled, that's what I'm looking for, unveiled their mascot. And they've put out on their social media looking for names for their mascot. And I've got to say, it's a damn awesome dolphin. Uh, As opposed to every other dolphin. No, no, but you know, some bloody mascots just look. Yeah. But the they Gold Coast a... Titans one or the Warriors one. <laughs> yeah. I love the Warriors. They, they, they're so nice to us, but the guy has to walk around in blue skin tight suits and a little square head with the Warriors logo, and he's not allowed to talk. Oh, yeah. It would be shit doing that job. Yes. It's so, yeah. Can, well, what is it? We can pick the name, we can guess the name. Or, Vote the yeah, name or something. I'm bringing up, I'm trying to find the uh, the post from before, but yeah, there's a competition to name the mascot. 
And I already put on there Cubby Cubby because... Why? What? Cubby Cubby. Why Cubby? Because that's the the tribe of... That's the Indigenous tribe of the area. Is it Gubby Gubby? Gubby Gubby, Cubby Cubby. There's two different pronunciations. One with right, K-A-B-I, okay. the other one with G. And, uh, oh, right. Okay. Um, they're your favourite yeah. now for a chance to win two First in Fanatics memberships. Yeah, right. Cool. I have no idea. I, I've never really been on mascots and stuff like that. Hey, dude. Chance to win two free memberships. I'm in. I've already put our answer in there. So if you're around that area and you're cheap like us and want free tickets all season, jump on that. I, I like some of the names already in there. Ray Finkel um, for Ace Ventura fans. Uh, someone put in there, John West. Um, yeah. Ah, I like bunch. that. Because he so, is the best. <laughs> it's, I think it's more to do with the fishing. But anyway. Okay. Uh, cool. I know, Adam. Oh, no. With you, I've got to... I'm just not sure. Sometimes I really do have to explain things. Oh, he's put his head down. Okay. Yeah. So, let's jump to Say of Origin just very quickly. Uh Daniel Tupo and Katoni Staggs have pledged their allegiance to New South Wales for game two if they're selected. So they've told both Brad Fittler and Krisha Wolf, the Tonga coach, that they'll play for New South Wales if picked. If not selected, they will play for Tonga. Now, I think Katoni Staggs said it's nice to have options, but he's had his heart set on playing for the Blues since he was a kid. And what this means is... In a World Cup year, if once they play for Tonga, then they're then not eligible to play State of Origin or for Australia uh, in the World Cup or for the rest of the State of Origin series. If they play State of Origin, don't get selected for Australia, my understanding is they could then still play for Tonga. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And my understanding is I hate that. Okay. This is interesting for me because in the Tongan squad, and this is the only one we're going to mention because it's state of origin based, Katoni Staggs was selected as starting 5'8", Daniel Tupo was selected as starting wing. So they're obviously their first two choices in those positions. They've turned around and said, we're going to take state of origin first, which means that also wanting to represent Australia over Tonga. Um, will Tonga take them back? I'd say yes, based solely because they were the first chosen in those but... positions. Yeah, okay. I don't think there's going to be hard feelings there. And credit to them, they, they, it's their decision. They, I, I, There's pressure, I guess, from outside, but these guys seem like the sort of people that are going to, they've had this their mind made up for a long, long time and the media blazes it up more so than it is. But that's just more so for clarification. I did see an interesting thing when someone went, oh, no, we're losing Stags and Tupo. Let's just put in Crichton and Addo Carr. And I went, <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I know it's to prop up the second two nations. I don't like it, though. Yeah, well, it's not really our really spot to say, I don't think. I was just oh, commenting well, on it. We, we run a podcast on... No, no, but, like, I guess Their our opinion is literally based on nothing. 
Theirs actually has a, they, a background. Yeah, their their personal decision, the individual player. Yes, I don't like the rules allowed. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't like the rules allowed to play New South Wales and Tonga. And yes, it's not in the spirit of developing the game and all that fun stuff. But reality of it is that if Tyson Tyson Frizzell don't get picked for Australia, he can go play for Scotland. Or James Tedesco doesn't get picked for Australia. He can play for Italy. That's his top two. I, I just don't like it. I really don't. Not a fan. But, yeah, it's part of development and the fact that we don't have enough international countries playing high-level rugby league in the world. That's true. All right, let's move on to signings news. So West Tigers have announced the signing of outside back Tristan Riley. So you may know... This name, you may not, uh, depending on how much you've followed the lower grades of rugby league and cults and all that sort of stuff. So this guy's now 23. He's joining the West Tigers on a train and trial deal for the rest of this season before moving into the club's 30-man roster in 23-24. So he's been spending the last couple of seasons playing rugby union with the Waratahs. Before that, he was actually in rugby league and jumped across to union. He's not getting the chances there so he's come back and West Tigers have pretty much picked him up straight away an interesting prospect well I don't know if prospect's the right word anymore he's 23 but an interesting player oh I really think this is one of those I'm going to call it a a dart like a a dart throw low risk high reward uh, if it comes off if it doesn't You've got an extra player for your New South Wales Cup side, but we've seen with the rugby players in recent times that have come over and been given a shot, what they've been able to do in their very limited game time. So who knows? Um, this could be could be one little decision that we're Tigers have made that may actually work in their favour. But well, that's still so he's going to be an outside. He's going to be outside back, isn't he? Yes. There's so not a lot of competition board. at West Tigers. Well, on in theory, there is. There's an England international next New South Wales player. Two young players. Yeah, yeah. Just, that's all. Time. Who are you referring to? Ken Mamalo? Asaya? Asu, <laughs> oh, there's another New Zealand player. Sarpatoa, um, James Roberts, Oliver Gildart. Yes, yeah, so there's not um, much competition. There's a lot of names. It, yeah, point is that that like this guy might be a superstar, but I don't really trust the bloody news the Tigers to sign anyone these days. Doesn't it? It's a it's a maybe they're maybe they're picking up on the Bulldogs um player selection and signing process. What well, just sign anyone and everyone? Yeah, Let's see what works. <laughs> they've got one. They've got one jewel or two jewels so far, I guess. All right, Sam Williams has left the Raiders. Raiders have announced a departure. Uh, he's 31 years old. He played 103 games for the Raiders. And anytime you play, well, let alone one game in the NRL, but 100 games for the same clubs, a special honour. Uh, he had a 12-month sit at St. George and two separate stints in the English Super League. Uh, and after each of those, he's returned to the Raiders. So his 103 games has been split up over, what, four different Time bloke, yeah, this bloke is someone you need in every single club. Yes, he's not going to light up the NRL, 
But when it's an injury to the half, whenever he came in, no one no one went, oh, shit, Sam Williams playing. They went, oh, oh well. It's the last time he did, he scored a double dick. against Manly when they beat us. Oh, no. I mean, no, no one no one expected to let, let you down like, yeah, when you looked at it. Yeah. It was just, and it, but like I said, he was never going to light up. He's a fantastic fringe player to have around a club. He was just a, yeah. I don't know where he's going. Has he retired? Because that bit hasn't no, really he's gone, been he's going. He's going away to somewhere. Somewhere. Where are we going to play second grade footy somewhere? Yeah. Oh, well done, Sam Williams. Congratulations on your professional playing career, if this is where it ends. Uh, NRLW signings. So the Gold Coast have announced, oh, no, we went over that last episode. Avania, Polite, and Karina Brown um, have re-signed yep. for the Titans. Yeah, cool. Just double-checking. Now, a couple of things here that are still up in the air. The Eels have stated that Nathan Brown doesn't have a future at the club. Uh, he's been dropped from the 17 for this Saturday's game with the Roosters and has been seemingly overtaken by Ryan Madison, Makeshi Makatoa, and for the rest of this season, Murata Niakore. Now, oh, and you also got to factor in Isaiah Papali. He's been playing time through the middle as well. We know he's not there next year. It's an interesting move from Parramatta concerning how much of their back row stock they're losing uh, at the end of this season. And they've now said to Brown that he's also not part of their plans. He's 29 years old. I... There has to be something going on this behind the scenes rather than just form, right? Because Oregon Kafusi, Ray Stone, Isaiah Papalihi, Murata Niakore are all leaving. Ryan Madison is still up in the air. Is this literally a move to free up enough money to re-sign yeah, Madison? I, I figured it out. The only way these got the only person in the world who will cover all these blokes and they're saving enough money for him. I mean, Sonny Bill's coming out of retirement, but there's no other player in the NRL. He's going to, there's no other people coming off contract. There's no other players to bring into the team that's going to cover losing Murata Niakore, Isaiah Papalihi, Ryan Madison potentially, and Nathan Brown. Like, they've got Sean, Sean Lane, Kyle, and someone else. Someone else to, like, yeah, they're, they're very, they're, they're all right players. Holy shit, it's 32 nil to um, Dragons. It but they're not. very good players, but it's 30 nil, 33 minutes. Um, oh, yeah, Bryce Cartwright. So, who who else, like, what are they doing? Like, you think now would be like off the radar to play the lock next year because they've got no one else. So, yeah, yeah, having a look at any other foot. So you got Wairimu Greg signed for 2023. Uh, Bryce Cartwright. I'm, I'm only going to read out the ones for the back that has the shot of playing back row. Oh, they got Jermaine Hopgood. They've already signed him from Penrith. Uh, Sean Lane. There, and he's due. Must be... He'll be due for an increase in cash. I'd say because he's on 450. There must be a, a second rower out there who they're talking behind the scenes that no one knows about yet that they're signing. Uh, well, they got, that's that's the only thing coming, but that's he's a prop. Look, look, Frizzell's got a 2023 player option, I'm pretty sure. 
Um, so he could be someone they're talking to. I don't know, but there's got to be someone. If they're prepared, when they've already lost near Corey. Is it literally just to free up money from, to keep Madison? Because hey, Brown's hate. on 550. If, if that's the case, they're kidding themselves. Why? Well, you when Brown comes on the bench for his second seat, or when Brown's on the field, everyone knows it. Parramatta picks up. Oh, not so much this year. The last couple of years, yeah. He, he, yeah, but he, he's there. He's kind of their barometer where you know where they're at when he's he he, he kind of lifts the temp for him at all times. Oh, do, you think his club, a, do you think his form's gone down since he's been trying to behave himself on the field? Maybe, but... He's he, one of those players that again. gets the best out of himself and for the team when he plays right on the edge. Yeah, look... He, I, I don't think it's New South Wales representative last year to go find another club this year. As you said, there's something going on behind the scenes. It must be. There's, it is either they're signing an absolute superstar that no one knows about, or he's, he's caused some issues within the club. He's probably told Guffo is a shit-ass captain. I don't know. But is it because his name's Nathan Brown? All Nathan Browns are getting fired, you reckon? That's it. I don't know. Yeah. Who else is there? All right. Now, this one's interesting. Uh, we know that West Tigers released Luciano Lua. We know that the Cowboys have Luciano Lua signed from 2023 onwards. And the understanding was he was going to be released by the Tigers to take up a position of the Cowboys for the rest of the year. However, I don't... It, it, I don't know. It sounds as though the Cowboys weren't prepared for him to be released this early because they don't actually have any space in their salary cap currently to take him in. There's also, I think Michael Lux said it, that it's not a complete done deal yet. And that's why he's not on the roster for their game against Manly this week. Uh, but he said he should. their first game should be against the Broncos after the State of Origin weekend. Um yeah, here's Peyton's one. It's not signed off on yet, but I expect it will be. There's some things that need to happen. Medical, he needs to get his termination clause, and we haven't actually drawn up a contract. So that's, that sounds like a fair bit still needs to happen, honestly. Uh, with regards to the salary cap, I don't know if this works, but Tom Gilbert's off to the Dolphins uh, next year. He's out currently with an eye injury. The Cowboys don't seem like the type of team that would do this, but would dropping Gilbert to the outside the 30 and putting Leilua in there, would that be something they may look at doing or is someone else going to have to shift? Someone else is going to have to shift. It won't be Gilbert. Okay. Sure. Something something along the lines of a very cheap, like an $80,000 deal for Leilua for the rest of the season because... No, they can't. They can't. And that goes leads into the Matt Lodge situation where he's NRL dictate how much he's got to be oh, paid that's right, for the that's rest right. of the year. So he can't. And because he's been released from the Tigers, they don't have to pay anything, do they? they or do they have to pay uh, the rest of his contract? Depends on, depends on the depends on the um release clause. Yeah, it depends on the the negotiation was. Like um I don't know. Mm. You oh. you'll never know what the Thing is, but if they can't fit him in the salary cap, wouldn't think that 
Tigers are chipping in. And if Tigers are chipping in, that's another dumb shit fucking thing they've done this year. Yeah, because I think their back row this week are all players that won't be there next year, which is uh, pretty interesting. All right, something to keep an eye on. And so I'm looking at the top 30 spot. And my money's on who would be on the same amount of money. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Um, look, Lock and Bird's still there. Um, He's still on the... Oh, okay, so... Yeah. He was a... Uh, in, was he a um, medical retirement? Yeah. Um, so that won't count against the salary cap. Look, you know, Jermaine... They've got 29 currently, so they've got one spot available. Yeah. Um, just as money, far as salary cap, you, you, could, you could probably look at maybe That's Ben Condon. I'd love to have transparency. But Ben Condon and Lockwood Burr. I'm kind of still part of the club. Yeah. Oh, sorry? Condon's still part of the club. Yeah, you look at least in that. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll see how it goes. Uh, last thing on this segment, let's have a look at Casualty Ward going into round 15 outside of obviously St. George and Rabbitohs. Ryan Pappenhausen, while available to play back from his hamstring injury, now is COVID, so he'll miss the game against the Broncos. Warriors prop, ben Murdoch, yeah. Warriors prop ben Murdoch Masil has had surgery uh, following his dislocated elbow. He'll be out of action for up to eight weeks, at least eight weeks. Ewan Aitken's going to miss a week as well due to concussion. And Kiri Ponga have both been named, but have to pass fitness tests, so check on those. West Tigers, welcome back Adam Dewey for his first game of the year. And Warriors, Adam Fanua blake will be back. He hasn't played since round 11 due to his foot injury. Uh, we already know about Herbie Farnworth, Reynolds and Corey Pakes missing for the Broncos. And the others we covered earlier in the week. We're going to have a very quick break before we come back and do a preview of seven of the eight games for round 15, as well as Nick's picks. Before we jump into the games, completely forgot to bring this up a couple of weeks ago. Now, just looking back through a screenshot, so that's how I remember the news I want to talk about. Sending my Ben Taylor. On a Fletch and Heine episode a couple of weeks ago, they did a recap of their day at the Porto in Brisbane. Uh, before uh, Magic Round. Collectively on the punt, them plus the punters around them won $6,000 and donated all the money to the Northern Rivers Leagues Clubs screwed over by the floods. So just want to do a shout out to Fletch Hiney and all the punters um, that did that before Magic Round. I know it's however many weeks late, but late good news is still better than any bad news. And... I love little stories like that. We've got larrikins, but also people that are willing to give up quite a substantial amount of money to help out others in need. Yeah, it worked Awesome. So, like Jared has mentioned, and he always says it's annoying when I do it, giving us live updates. Uh, you selected dragons in this game prior. Um, no, it was halfway through. It was, like, oh, it was only when it was 10 nil I picked them. All right, that it was a pretty ballsy me. pick at 10 nil. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I went Rabbitohs because they've won games recently, and that's about it. So, supposedly, Moses Suli is going off um, from the social media tweets that I've seen throughout the game. 
mainly coming mainly coming from Manly fans who actually quite interestingly some didn't care that he'd gone and now they're complaining about him being gone. Um, I stand by what I said. All right, <laughs> Seagulls versus Cowboys. Now, three or four weeks ago, I would have been watching this to see what the Cowboys do. Do I still will for a point of it, but the way Manly have played the last two weeks, albeit against quite weak opposition, uh, they've got a chance of putting up some points here or at least making it a contest against the Cowboys. Cherry Evans is back after being rested last week. Kieran Foran shifts back to 5'8". Josh Schuster goes back to the bench. And Taniel Paseca remains on the or in the reserves, has not returned to the first-grade side since picking up an injury. Um, for the Cowboys, Ruben Cotter is back at prop. Cohen Hess reverts to the bench. Jeremiah Nanai is starting in the back row for Tom Gilbert, who will miss this week with an eye injury. Uh, no changes to the team already named. So 24 hours out, you've got Taniela Paseca and Ben Trebojevic reserves for Manly, Ben Condon and Brendan Elliott for the Cowboys. Um, obviously, Highland Lukey out for the rest of the season with that ACL injury. Um, this could be quite the entertaining game of the of the weekend. If you've, and I know a lot of people probably haven't been, if you've watched Manly the last couple of weeks, they've actually been using the ball quite well. Uh, Ruben Garrick's adding, slowly adding to his bow at fullback and is getting the hang of support play through the middle. It, it's, is it still, is it at NRL average? Not yet, uh, but it's a lot better than what he was in this position last year. And we, as we said in the rap show last week, Tolato uh, Kula uh, has started looking for the ball more. And that was always part of his game at the lower levels. But he's starting to do that in the NRL a lot more as he's looking more comfortable. And obviously, Olakatu's on a rampage at the moment. They come up against probably the hottest team in the league, uh, arguably, after Penrith, um, alongside the Broncos. Their only loss in the last few rounds has been that one to Penrith. And the disruption of Origin Camp last week didn't do really anything to dent how they're playing. Uh, I love the inclusion of Connolly, Connolly Lamelu in the starting squad for the Cowboys. I hate the fact it's against Manly, but he's a really exciting player to watch. And they've still got one of the best back fives in the league, in my opinion, when they're on and they're on at the moment. So... I'm, I'm going to pick Cowboys in this because they're the better team right now, but I'm quite interested yeah. to see this Cowboy game. Cowboys comfortable 10-plus. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I, just, I still yeah. think Manly will put up a better fight now than they would have three weeks ago to make it entertaining at least at times. Um, but, yeah, I Cowboys are just the better team. Yeah. And I, Maddie um, and I both won't get to watch it. Where are you going? We're going to watch the Wombats. Live down at the river stage. Oh, cool. Awesome band. Maddie got that as a birthday present for me last year. It was Father's Day. Birthday present. I know. I've seen them twice and they were at festivals. Uh, this is a, I've never been to see them as the major band. So Stay in the hotel really for Bridget? No, no, we'll come back. Um, the kids are staying over at, uh, they're having a sleepover at my parents this time. Set their second sleepover. So they're pretty excited. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Ellie so had her first sleepover on the weekend. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's right. I doubt you, folks. Um, hmm. 
That'd be awesome. I think you should just get the hotel and do the whole thing, mate. Yeah, that's like money, you know? (laughs) What is that? We'll just camp in the botanical gardens. There you go. Good old uni style. I slept in a tree there once. Um, And that's how we had to get arrested. No. I tell you what, the last couple of rounds, and I bagged him for close to a season because he's deserved it. Jake Trebojevic has played pretty damn well. And Ooh, he's, gonna, go. he's gonna have to play well because Tamalolo's on a rampage and it they're completely different players in that position. Um, but I'm I'm looking forward to the contest there. You know what? You know what? Next week Adam's gonna be like, do you know who's a good player? Morgan Harper. No, I'm not gonna ever go that far. <laughs> All right, next game. I, never, I didn't Melbourne. say I said he's playing better. <laughs> next game at Melbourne. You Talking got about 10 plus. Storm versus Broncos. Um, Pappenhausen lives among reserves. So as Adam said, he's got COVID, so won't be playing. And Grant Anderson's still playing in the centres, which is awesome. And sorry, and Felice Kafusi will be free to play after last week. Um, after last week's hit on Kiri. Luke, Adam Reynolds is out with a rib injury. Tyron Roberts get a run. I'm surprised this one didn't get a run earlier in the year. He's a very he good player. He got a no, run. No, like more, more, more of a run. I thought he'd be close to up there starting. What? But with over all the Tyson changes. Gamble? Yes, every day of the week over Tyson Gamble. Yep. Uh, that's a sixth half pairing. Not bad for <laughs> yeah. a team that's won, what, seven straight? Katoni Staggs comes in, and I feel like he needs to play a pretty good game to justify his spot for New South Wales no, this week. Um, and Cobbo's back. And with Kirk Capel returning. So Brinko yeah. Lee retains his position with Herbie Farnworth out. And it looks as though, we should have said Brinko Lee looks like he'll be signed with the Dolphins from 2023 onwards. Um, so Not Melbourne pretty comfortably yet. here, you reckon? Uh, they should do. Uh, but we've been saying teams should beat the Broncos a fair few times in this seven seven game role. Um, Nick Meany looked pretty decent at fullback last week, to be honest. Uh, I don't expect Grant Anderson to turn on the same magic and he's out on the wing this week. Uh, Olam back in, so pretty handy replacement there. Uh, just the way that Munster and Hughes are playing. And Grant hasn't been playing as well as he has last year and he's still playing pretty well, so there's improvement from him to come. Um on the Broncos side, I think it's more of a question around Payne Haas. There's, it's been, what, three weeks in a row. He hasn't been able to get through his regular minutes due to an injury. So he's playing pretty banged up at the moment. Uh, but probably obviously wanted to show Brad Fittler that he's ready to go. Uh, Tom Flegler as well, coming off the bench, is going to be a big battle against Tuikama and Kamika. Uh, Flegler's been in probably the best form he's had since he's been in the NRL. So... Again, I think it's similar to the Manly Cowboys game in that I'm going the Storm, but Broncos, more so than Manly, are really going to make this a contest. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't if this is decided in the last 10 minutes. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a bit of a blowout, to be honest. Broncos, Broncos, Broncos look, I'll admit it, they've been very, very good. Uh, no one really expects them to do anything while losing Window Reynolds in the team. But... As you said, there's a few banged up boys and a few people come returning from injury, a few people, um, you know, probably a 
bit lacking match fitness, as you said, with Tyron Robinson playing reserve grade regularly. Um, coming up against Melbourne Storm, close to full strength. It's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty mean, mean, pretty good task to even come close mm-hmm. in this game, I reckon. It'll be pretty impressive if they are able to do it. Well, I'm just um, looking Car- also at the Car- two games Melbourne played with Pappenhausen out against the two decent teams and getting shellacked. Yeah, but Carrigan is going to have to play a hell of a good game to stand up to this forward pack. Yeah, yeah. he's got that in him. Okay. We've seen that. Next game. Next game, you've got Sharks versus Gold Coast at Coffs Harbour. Uh, Craig Fitzgibbon 6 and same 17. That beat the Factor and the Warriors. Uh, AJ Brimson returns for the Gold Coast. Um, SM Masters drops to the wing. Jermaine Asako to the wing. Fasim Moali starts to start at lock um, because he came off the bench last week. And Kevin Proctor's listed among the reserves. So keep an eye on that. He, he hasn't really been lighting the world up Why? in the last couple yeah. of years, let's face it. Um, yeah, I've... You, you see know, that name in the reserves for the Sharks? Alphanukin. Yeah. There's no big no. playing him. Well, yeah, that's right. But I think this game has to be very, very strong for um, Nico Hines just because there's, I think that's 14 jerseys up for grabs now. And, it, you know, Matt, Matt Burton played, you know, two good games this year and for some reason he's considered to have a better crack than Nico Hines. I don't know why, but I think Nico Hines needs to have a big game here. And... To be fair, I think he can. Um, Sharks are one of the strongest attacking teams in the competition. On the other hand, Gold Coast are not well known for their defence. You're looking for a fantasy pickup for the weekend. Anyone who plays on the left edge for the Sharks is going to have a field day. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's... So that's Talakai. Talakai and Molotawa. Oh, Katoa, yeah. I would be... No, isn't it Talakai and Molotalo? Either way, it's gonna it's Uh, gonna be scary. I'm having I'm just I'm just having a look at the draw um, for the Sharks of late because I have a feeling that the games that they've lost have they got a bit of Parramatta syndrome. I just want to have a look at it. Uh, So they beat the Warriors. All right, they got smacked by the Roosters. They only versus the Titans a couple of weeks ago, and they got up. Seven by seven points, 25-18. They were belted by the Raiders the week before that. Um, they beat the Warriors and lost to the Broncos. Okay, so it's just been win-loss, win-loss pretty much. Um, and two of the losses have come from the Raiders and the Roosters, who we don't really know what they are. <laughs> yeah, they, they, sh- they should win. I just don't know. They haven't got that consistency yet, so... Oh, I'm selecting them with like sixty to seventy percent confidence, but oh, talking about confidence, you said the next game, Warriors v Pembroke. Oh, we haven't even been doing the bloody odds. I'm re- I remember this one being like ten dollars to one dollar. <laughs> okay, so why you why you find that? Uh, Stacey Jones is named Ronald Volkman at five eight, pushing Chanel Harris well, to meet the bench, but Jesse Arvis comes into centers in specs. Expense of Rocco Berry. Uh, Bunty Afoa moves into starting side with Ben Murdoch Priscilla having surgery on his elbow. 
Aaron, Aaron Penne joins the bench. Ewan Aiken misses the game of concussion and places taken by Josh Curran. Josh Curran has been fit and they haven't played him. No, uh, Adam, he only came back last week. Okay, good. Adam Fennell has been named in the extended bench and poised to return from foot injury. And Isaiah Yeo returns to the Penrith um, and Matt Eisenhoof goes back to the reserves. So this is going to be horrible. Oh, my God, uh, it is. Last, yeah, I, I can't. Um, last week, Newcastle probably would have beaten the Warriors the way that they were and Penrith didn't even get out of second year. So have a think about that real closely. Like this is this is this has and this is the last game that Warriors be playing at Redcliffe. I know that's so, where we're um, going. It's a bit disappointing for them, but um, full credit to the Redcliffe Leeds Club. Full credit to Redcliffe all over for welcoming them. Um, it was a great period of footy, period of time now. Um, unfortunately, me. Well, for, fortunately, sorry, they'll be playing New Zealand moving forward. Starting next week, when the Tigers have to travel to New Zealand, love it. So Penrith Panthers dollar and five cents. Warriors ten dollars. And believe it or not, yes. not the longest odds of the weekend. South Sydney Rabbitohs <laughs> right now are thirty four dollars. Oh, that's yeah. halfway through the game. Yeah. Um, well, oh, well, you know what? Yeah. It's, what's the score now? Thirty four nil. Thirty two nil. All right, next. Game at West. I was going to go just the, just the odds we've missed. So Seagulls two fifty uh, at home. North Queensland dollar fifty. Melbourne Storm dollar eighteen. Broncos five bucks. I can see that getting some cash. Uh, Cronulla Sharks dollar twenty. Gold Coast Titans four fifty. And then the closest game, well, tie closest game of the weekend. We're coming into Parramatta Eels dollar eighty. Roosters two dollars. Uh, Brad Arthur's kept the same seventeen that got. Flogged by the bulls on the thing. Um, I'm very surprised by that. So I'm not uh, at all. I, I like we talked about this last week. I think it's just an absolute outlier. With no, the, you know the what proves play. this won't be an outlier? Parramatta are going to put 30 points in the roosters in this game. No, based on <sighs> Luke Keery's been named to play despite getting cast. Um, Sam Beryl's returns, which is good. Is it? And. To hook out Drew Hutchinson reserves to the bench. Paul Mormoroski has been replaced by centers by Billy Smith. Egan Butcher has been added to the bench at Daniel Saluka Fafita goes to reserves. Funnily enough, Daniel Saluka Fafita signs with South Sydney. See ya. No game time for you, sweetheart. Um, so on the bench for Roosters, there's Connor Watson, Drew Hutchinson, Egan Butcher, and Fletcher Baker. That's a very strange bench. You got a backup dummy half. A dummy half is injury prone. And if you don't need him there, you'll just play lock and give Nat Butcher a rest. And then Ethan and Fletcher, also Butcher and Baker, will rotate with Collins and Takiyahu. Yeah, I know. I certainly like it. Okay, uh, I'm going, I'm going Paramount by a lot. Hmm. Hmm. Seriously, I like the fact Murata Niakore's starting second row. Uh, but still got Nathan Brown here listed in the 17. So we're not expecting him to be there, are we? Um, 
What do you mean, dude? What Roosters played pretty well in patches against the Storm last week. <laughs> Man, Parramatta just will not be beaten the week after they get flopped. I, I would be putting Parramatta to put 20 points on Penrith this weekend because they're at it. No, no, you wouldn't. I would. I have literally got them pegged with it. And everything I said about them so far has been right. Yeah, no, that's why I'm so scared about tipping them. Ah, right. Because everything <laughs> I say about them is right. No, that's how confident you are makes me feel insecure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Adam's a dick. Um this pick it's like, I'm looking at like two pretty even teams that Roosters have the best player on the field. Oh, the two best players on the field. Um, I'm going to go against it and go Parramatta. <laughs> in, I've convinced him. I've got him covered. Eh? He, he, he won't admit it, but he knows I'm right. Okay, next game. Raiders v. Knights, Sunday at 2 o'clock at GIO Stadium. Jordan Rapana return, returns from now, suspension on the wing. This, these are the odds of the weekend I don't understand whatsoever. Okay, tell me after. They Wait, put, hold on, no, hold on. No, let, no. Me, let me finish. For, oh, for fuck's all right, sake. All right. All right. Caleb all right. Pongo has been named to play, but we'll need to pass the necessary HIA rules. Kurt Mann moves the start inside of Lockham. Mitch Barnett going to the second row. Lockham Fitzgibbon has been dropped. Yeah. Um. Basami saw has no um, new plate facing the bench. So, yeah, that's the biggest call for Newcastle dropping Lockhorns. If given, I'm not mad, to be honest. He hasn't been playing ideal. He's got so much potential. He's got the body for it. He's just not playing well. Okay, go to the odds. Well, that's generally what happens when you're not playing well. Raiders are $1.30. That's fine. They've got the Newcastle Knights. Newcastle can't be favourites. No, no, no. They got the Knights at three dollars fifty. Now I think that is wow. so disrespectful to the Raiders. Consistency of both teams. Wow. Yeah. I was like, Knights have been on par with the Bulldogs and the Tigers for the worst team in the comp for what six weeks, and they're only paying three dollars fifty. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Only paying three dollars fifty. Oh. Right. Okay. I thought Knights would be like seven bucks or something. Or at least at least five. That's my uh, bet. Ten bucks on ten bucks on Newcastle. Three dollars fifty. Holy fuck. See, I think if there's any game that's gonna be ten plus, it's gonna be this one. And you guys are gonna get your butt kicked. Uh, wow. That's so, a big call. Like, it's not a big call. There's been nothing positive about the Knights for how long? Like the only thing going yeah, their way is when, how long when, can you stay this when you think about Newcastle, when, when you think about Newcastle, against the big teams, they get flogged. And then the week later, they come up against a team who's on form, on the up, which Raiders are. They seem to beat them. Yeah. So let's have a look. look at, go let's for have it. A look I'm, at I'm putting one. 10. Okay. So you got belted by the Storm 50 to 2, coming up against a team on the up, the Cowboys. You got beaten 36-16, but you beat the Dogs 16-6 yeah, right. and then got yeah. beaten 36-12 by the Broncos. 20, um, oh, yeah, beat the Warriors last the week after. They were on the up. No, they were not. They were on the way, very far on the way down. And they got smoked <laughs> by the Panthers 42-6. Hey, and before this... those, all those, 39-2 against the Eels, 21-16 against the Lowly Dragons. 30-6 against the Seagulls, 18-0. Oh, no way. 
Just let me look. All right, ten bucks on them. They'll win the game. There's my like. There's my bet. All right, there you go. Next, that'll be the one that comes through because you lost your bet last week. I didn't bet it last week. Yeah, we bet for you because it's just been sitting there for too long. Oh, what'd you bet for me? Bet on Newcastle to win (laughs) (laughs) against Penrith. (laughs) (laughs) Would have been good if it came up. Uh, Uh, Next game, probably the one. I'll go Raiders. By the way, thanks for thanks for asking. Full story, hands. This game, I, I have really no interest. Oh, I don't. You know, I'm still going, man. Next game, I have no interest in at all. Bulldogs this... versus Tigers. Do you know the favourite is? Oh, please tell me it's not Bulldogs. It is dollar eighty yeah. versus Tigers. Two dollars. How does that feel, Tigers? Everyone's sucking their dick for being in para last week. That was a Bulldogs. That was para. Um, Curtis Morin joins the bench for Chris Patolo for his debut. This is a really cool story. So Morin is the nephew of Brad Morin. He used to play for the Bulldogs. They actually did an article on him when he was six years old and posted on this Bulldogs um, fan page about this bloke. And now he's gone through the system debut in the NRL. Awesome story. Raymond Fatale Mountain is the name of the starting side with Corey Riddell moving the bench. Luke Thompson retained sidelined. Um, Adam Dewey makes his Long way to turn from an injury on the interchange bench in a huge boost of Tigers. Asu Kapoa takes the place of suspended Brett Naden in the centres. Luciano Leilil is not playing for him anymore, so Kelmer Tulagi moves into the bench and starting side to take his place. But yeah, how's um, that back row? Luke Garner's going to Penrith. Kelmer Tulagi's going to Manly. Joff and Gowie. Is Joff and Gowie's probably going to retire? Um, he's really well Brown earns a recall on. <laughs> Yeah, well, someone considered him for a buddy thing. Um, yeah, that is possibly the worst way to end out on a Sunday Arvo to have this game because it is the worst game I could possibly imagine. So I won't be watching this. Farmu Brown is a half, am I right? Yes, yes. Uh, Adam Dewey is a half, am I right? Yep. Now, how I, I was trying to work this out when they were named on Tuesday. How are they going to work this bench? Because you've got Brooks and Hastings in the halves. You've got Dewey on the bench, who, when he was last playing, was 5'8". Yes? hmm That's when they're experiencing their success. You're not going to move Hastings out. He's been their best half. Dane Laurie's the fullback. The only weakness, like the only un, like insecure position, you'd say, are the centres. And... It, it, you don't substitute a center position generally because it's it's a hard position to get into a rhythm because you may only see the ball two or three times in a half, um, but you still run your decoy lines and your oh. or whatever. I, I don't. And then you got Farmer Brown, so maybe he'll go on at dummy half for a bit. Um, I, I get easing Adam Dewey in, but where the hell? Are you going to put him? Can I ask you a question? So. Yes, I would put Luke Brooks at 14 and Adam Dewey at six, if that's what you're going to ask. 100% I would. That's uh, 100%. Luke Brooks need to put him in reserve grade for a few weeks. That's, that's so, just what I, to me, it makes more right, sense. Right now, Dragons are winning 32-0 over South Sydney. Mm-hmm. Halftime, Jason Demetrio decided to make a big call. And he hooked young Lachlan Elias. Okay. Can I ask you a question? You've got 
Lock I haven't seen the game, so I'm not going to give you an opinion on it. No, but just outside looking in, if you've got a, if you're going to be 32-0 at halftime, wouldn't you rather young halfback to give you some confidence to try and dig his way out of it? No. I would be hooking the 30-year-old 5'8", who's done fuck all all year, He's not doing anything this game. Yeah, this game. Every game they've won, he's been their best player. He's so shit. He's such an overrated bloke. Sorry. Sorry. I'd be hooking Walker. He he hasn't done a thing for young Elias all year. He's so selfish. He is not. Um, Who knows? We haven't seen this game. This, this, we haven't seen the game. Um, It could be the entire team sucks and he's just protecting him from getting belted for another half. Who knows? Um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, Jesus. I'll go Bulldogs because they've got Addo Car. <laughs> right. I'm going Tigers because Dewey's back. Who's back? Dewey? Hmm. Super sub off the bench, eh? Um, yeah, God, it doesn't. It's, it's not a, um, it's definitely not going to be a priority thing uh, for me. Um, Jacob Kraus is one that I'm looking forward, looking forward to watching again. He's got a bit of something, and I'm glad that he's getting an extended run. Uh, Mick Potter's doing some good things. It'll be interesting to see whether he can start tightening up their defense. We'll see. But getting this team scoring points is a bloody miracle. He's got to be up for coach of the year already, despite playing coaching only four games. Uh, that's it for uh, the team list. Let's jump into our value bets as part of our Nick's Picks segment. It's Nick's Picks. All right. So we're doing this one remote for Nick. Uh, So we'll start with him as the gingerhead guest who's the professional tipster who continues to lose but win in his private life. (laughs) Uh, Betting-wise, should clarify that. Uh, right. So he's got forty five dollars left out of his hundred, and he's going to use up another ten dollars of it uh, on a multi in the Sharks Titans game. So he's going Sharks to cover a nine and a half point start with Mulatalo and Katoa both anytime try scorers. That is at three dollar ten odds, and he's putting down ten dollars on it, which would be a payoff of thirty three. 10 if it comes through for him. All right, Jared, what you got? Oh, Newcastle. Oh, that's right. No, no. $10 on Newcastle at $350 for a $35 win. Um, so I've just got to cover both your wins, and that's why I'm only going to put on a $5 bet this week. But I'm taking the Manly Cowboy game and going Olicatu and Holmes anytime try scorers with a over 38 and a half total match points. And that's paying $8.50. And I'm putting five bucks on that one. So that'll give yeah. me something. Uh, eight fives, 40, 42.50. Boom. Here we go. Holmes is up, Holmes is up against Morgan Harper. Olakatu is a beast. Um, and 
yeah, if Cowboys flog, it'll probably get over 38 and a half if they score like 20 each. There we go. That's That'll do us. Thanks for tuning right. in. Again, continue to rate and review. That's awesome. It's the best thing you can do for us. And share amongst your friends. And, yeah, otherwise, good luck for the weekend. Hope your team wins as long as they're not against, the cow- against Manly. Anything from you, Jared? No, I'm ready to go to bed. Okay, bye-bye. See you. thank you for tuning in to six again connect with the show on twitter instagram and the six again website all links via the show's bio